We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Condé Nast Traveler, I mean, I, I guess it's happened a couple times in a row, but I don't know if it's been this high. Bradley International Airport listed second in the country. Pretty impressive, and there are some big airports down there too. I, th- I think the the number one might have been um, down in South Carolina at Hilton Head, but they have you know, Minneapolis, Tampa, Palm Beach, TF Green actually in Rhode Island, which I like that airport too. And so it's a it's a nice little feather in the cap for Bradley International Airport. And there's been a lot of good news, you know, even with Tweed New Haven. I mean, I won't mention that spe- specifically with Kevin Dillon, but you know the airports have you know there's a lot going on in terms of air travel here in Connecticut. Kevin Dillon, executive director of the Connecticut Airport Authority, joining us here, Brian and Company. Kevin, good morning. Good morning, Brian. Great to be with you. Yeah, listen, number two. I mean, listen, that's that's amazing. I know you've been on the list, you know, before. Just can you tell people what what is the criteria for this? Well, we're very excited about it. This is the highest that we've ever ranked in the Condé Nast poll. Uh, we have been in the top ten uh, six consecutive years now. Uh, but this is based upon reader opinions. Uh, so over 240,000 Condé Nast readers uh, voted uh, for their favorite airports. And uh, uh, certainly we're very pleased that Bradley ranked uh, very high. And I think it's a uh, a real reflection of the emphasis that we put on customer service at Bradley Airport. So, I mean, wow! It's so it's a poll, and and does this have a uh, a direct impact on anything you do, how you do business, or is it just a nice thing to have on the wall? No, I think it. You know, it just uh, helps to keep us focused. Uh, I think it's affirmation that you know what we're doing is being well received uh, by the passengers. So it's nice to uh, certainly receive this recognition. Um, because we have made customer service our number one focus uh, at the airport. Everything we do, whether it's a construction project to improve the infrastructure or just improving basic services, is all geared around improving the customer experience. And I think those airports uh, that rank in this Condé Nast poll are leaders in the customer service field. So it, it's certainly uh, good to affirm what, it, what we're doing at Bradley. Now, can you tell people, not everyone is in the news every day. You have, you know, we know about the car rental spot, but there's some more upgrades that are in the offing. Can you just tell us what's what's happening moving forward at the airport? Yeah, we just recently opened the uh, ground transportation center. That was a $210 million project. Uh, but now we're embarking on about another $230 million worth of construction within the terminal building itself. Uh, there's two major projects. Um, both are geared towards, uh, again, improving that customer experience. Uh, number one, uh, we want to improve the inline uh, check baggage security system. You know, we're probably one of the last airports in the country that have those large machines in the ticketing lobby. Uh, so we'd like to get that out to improve the customer experience, but it will also enhance the capacity of the building because we'll get these large machines out and it frees up queuing space and additional ticket counter space as we look to bring in more airlines. Uh, We're also moving forward with another project that we refer to as a vertical circulation project. It's going to enhance how people move throughout the building. 
Um, you know, we want to get as much useful life out of the existing terminal uh, as we can before we have to make a large capital expenditure in a new terminal building. So uh, the second project, uh, which is a $42 million uh, project, will enhance how people circulate throughout the building. How about Chick-fil-A? Well, you know, we're, we're always out there looking for, uh, for new concessions. Uh, I think there's going to be some new offerings coming up in uh, 2023. I'm not sure if Chick-fil-A is on the list, but we can certainly uh, continue to look at that as well. We're talking with Kevin Dillon, Executive Director of the Connecticut Airport Authority here on Bryan & Company. How, how is business? Like, I mean, in terms of foot traffic, where are we? You know, we ask this, I mean, every time I have you on, but vis-a-vis, -vis, you know, 2019. Well, you know, we continue to recover uh, very nicely. We're still down below our pre-pandemic numbers. Uh, in round numbers, we're about 10% uh, below where we were as it relates to passengers. The interesting thing, though, is we have actually added non more nonstop destinations. We have more nonstop destinations now uh, than we had prior to the pandemic. So we are hopeful that as business travel continues to recover, you know, we'll get back to those pre-pandemic uh, numbers and continue that growth a trajectory that we were on prior to the the pandemic. A couple quick ones. You know, we, Go ahead. No, we're ex we're expecting some exciting uh, airline announcements uh, in the relatively near future, um, and I think you know some of the announcements that we're expecting bode well for business travel going forward. Yeah. That's been the lagging uh, piece of our recovery. Well, that's sort of one of the questions I had was you know another another direct flight to Vegas is great. Um, are, are all the gates full? Like no, a, we have we, we have plenty of capacity uh, at the airport. Um, you know, we operate what are called common use gates, so we can have um, multiple airlines operating off of a single gate uh, so long as they're coordinating their schedule. So we do have uh, plenty of capacity at the airport. Um, but the, the, as I said, the, the one piece that we really need to see recovery in is business travel because yeah. all of the recovery that we've uh, experienced thus far has really been fueled by the leisure travel market. You know, all that pent-up demand for people that weren't taking vacations uh, during the pandemic has really fueled yeah. uh, the demand. At the you, know, I, you know, I wonder what it's going to look like moving forward. And there's, there's different nuances in Connecticut. I mean, you wonder if it'll ever come back, you know, internationally, like across the world. But in Connecticut, you know, as, you know, who knows if what Edna's status will be in Hartford moving forward and, you know, we heard that possibly, you know, Stanley Black and Decker cutting back a thousand. I just wondered, like, because a lot of people, and that was refuted by the company, but uh, there's fewer people working in Hartford than three years ago. You wonder if that has a direct impact on, you know, Bradley with these companies, you know, traveling in and out. But my, my other question is, you know, there were so, so many bad stories about delays and cancellations. The airlines haven't really figured out how to manage with this uptick, but yet they're understaffed and this and that. Ha has that eased? Has that improved? I think it's gotten better. I think, um, you know, the airlines still have a way to go. I mean, a lot of those delays and cancellations are being fueled solely by the fact that they don't have the flight crews uh, to operate sufficient aircraft. You know, during the pandemic, a lot of uh, employees left the airlines, um, and now to try to get them back has been a challenge, as most, you know, employment sectors are finding to get employees to return. I think it's also complicated by some of the staffing issues associated with air traffic control. I think if you went back, uh, you know, four or five months ago, 
that was a significant issue with flights in and out of Florida, right. uh, some of the shortages of air traffic control staff. So I think all of those things combined contributed to the problems. It's getting better. It's getting a lot better. Um, but I, I still think the airlines need to do a little bit more in terms of uh, recruiting and, and putting people back to work. And because there's, you know, it seems to be less staffing across the board, is, is that, I mean, we only have about a minute, is that beyond just fuel prices, what's contributed to ticket prices go, being seemingly higher than, than they've been in a while? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, the, it's a supply and demand equation, right? Uh, they have substantially reduced the capacity by parking airplanes because they don't have the flight crews, and then they're extracting you know, higher fares on the remaining seats. But as the competition continues to heat up, airlines add more capacity. I think you're going to start to see uh, some of those fare levels ease as well. So you don't think they want to keep it th- this way to keep because their margins would be better if, if they don't expand too much? Because, I mean, the, the airline industry is up and down, right? They're up and down, up and down. They expand, then there's too much, and then they come back, and then it's, you know, do you think that they'll right-size it for the consumer? Well, I think at the end of the day, it's competition, right, that always factors in and levels the playing field. And the more competition, the better in terms of moderating those uh, prices. So I think over time, you know, as these airlines continue to staff up and are able to put more airplanes uh, into the sky, you're going to see that competition start to heat up. Kevin, congratulations. Seems like a lot of really good things happening at the airport and the number two airport in the United States from Conde Nast Travelers. Nice little feather. So, uh, congratulations and thanks for the time. Thanks, Frank. Good to be with you. You too. Kevin Dillon, Executive Director of the Connecticut Airport Authority. I haven't, I got to travel. I think I'm going to, I'm going to Colorado at the end of the month to visit my daughter. That's my first time on a plane in a, maybe closer. I've been on once, once since the beginning of the pandemic. I'd love to travel. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.